Sony. Hello, Canada. Today's date is December 16th, 2023. This is Tony in Saskatchewan, and welcome to another Canadian Common Sense Rant. Well, I just went out before I started recording this rant to go to my local grocery store to grab a few things and happened to notice that, well, it's official now. Um, we had talked on the show before that John A. McDonald Road here in Saskatoon has been changed to uh, a Cree word, Miowakoten, and I'm likely pronouncing that incorrectly because I don't speak Cree, but that's okay. Well, maybe I should learn. Saskatchewan does have a very large uh, Cree population. I believe it, I believe percentage-wise, we actually have one of the, if not the, largest Aboriginal segment of our population in Canada. It's around 14%. Anyway, I digress, as I always do. The name of the street has now officially been changed. It uh, was already a done deal in City Hall in September. So now there's a, the, a new sign on the street, and I'm going to guess there's new signs all the way down. I just happened to notice at an intersection. And it makes me think of that old adage that those who do not learn from the past are condemned to repeat it. I don't know who originally coined the phrase, and I'm sure that it's been, the wording has been altered slightly ever since, but that's how I remember it being said. And it's a shame our, our city council and our society, broader Canadian society, has refused to learn from the past or even about the past in this case, it's really unfortunate that virtue signaling is really the the cause celeb because it's nothing to do really. It's cancel culture, yes, but it's in the name of virtue signaling, and that's all it is. It's virtue signaling. If anybody bothered to learn and read Canadian history and actually read about Sir John A. Macdonald, and we covered this on a show years ago i believe it was like episode 125 or something like that when we said you know sir john a Macdonald deserves a break or something like that that is titled i'll have to go back in the archives to look but that's not important we actually gave john a Macdonald a break there and we actually went through well we looked for left-wing sources as we always do and found the teacher's press who's more left-wing than teachers and even in this, these teachers' press articles, they had to admit that, um, yeah, Sir John A. Macdonald, while Prime Minister, wanted to give the vote to uh, our First Nations peoples and bring them into Canadian society, make them part of the broader body politic, get them involved. He was actually called out by his own party and the opposition, and the, the idea was shot down. Yeah, nobody talks about that. Nobody also talks about the fact when there was mass starvation on the prairies that Sir John A. Macdonald was absolutely vilified because he dared to send food out to the prairies to help feed some of the starving Indian reserves. And yes, they were called Indian reserves at the time, which is why I'm using that expression. But he, uh, yeah, actually did some horrible things like trying to help First Nations people and actually bring them into society. But no, instead, um, the woke mob just decided they needed to go on the attack and start tearing down his statues and erasing his name from Canadian society altogether. Okay, um, so what happens to other Canadian traditions? 
They're next. Don't worry, because Virtue Signalers, the Woke Mob Brigade, ah, sorry, the Woke Brigade, as Lewis has coined the term, at least that's the person I heard it from first, um, the Woke Brigade won't stop. They won't stop at John A. McDonald. They will continue to, to push and push and push because, well, once you win one battle, you just got to keep going for the next one. And even if they're surprised they've won it, which I'm sure they're not in this case, they become emboldened and continue on. So the neighborhood that this, well, Mia Wakwoten Road is now in, is called Confederation Park. And I thought, well, all these streets, other than what used to be Sir John A. Macdonald, are named after other fathers of Confederation. Well, how long is it going to be until they find some flaws in Jacques Cartier, Wilfrid Laurier, Darcy McGee. Well, maybe he'll get a break. He was the first politician in Canadian history to be assassinated. So maybe Darcy McGee will get a break. But, wow, there's Tupper. Oh, there's all sorts of fathers of confederation. And aren't they all just a bunch of colonial slave-owning bigots? Oh, right, we didn't actually have much for slavery here, did we? But they've got to find something wrong with all these people and... Perhaps they should change the name of the entire neighborhood. After all, Confederation is such a colonial kind of a word, is it not? It was really unfortunate that Canada had such potential to be a great country. But I remember that wokeness, now that I look back, started taking this country over in the 1980s. It may even have started with Pierre Trudeau and, if not, Brian Mulroney. And I remember as a teen, when my mother worked for what was then Employment and Immigration, already there was what they called employment equity in place. I remember a mechanic that I'd worked with, and I I worked at a golf course, and our mechanic had once said, yeah, they call it employment equity. What it means is shaft the white man. And I never really thought about it much because, well, I was young and just happy to have a job in a crap economy that we had back then. But then as you continue on, you think, okay, yep. I mean, the uh, University of Victoria just recently posted an ad and said the successful applicant will be black and only black people will be allowed to apply for this job. And I said, well, that's that's pretty racist. But no, it's not racist because that's woke, that you're just trying to correct past injustices. I'm like, oh, oh. Okay, and unfortunately, it's hard to find the past injustices, and the Woke Brigade in Canada takes their cues from the Woke Brigade in the United States, and then just applies their standards to Canada when the standards don't always need to apply. Hence, learn from history and then actually see how it applies here in your own country. But we don't do that. It's just, how can we out-virtue signal the other people. So now Saskatoon has changed the name of John A. Macdonald Road. And I don't even care as a Saskatoon taxpayer that it's costing us, I think it's about $40,000 to make the change just because there's land title changes to be made. So some bureaucrat's going to be busy for a little while. We have too many of those in City Hall already, by the way. And there is an election coming up next year. And I have a funny feeling there's going to be some new councillors and hope to God a new mayor. But I digress. It's the virtue signaling that's actually killing this country. 
It's, look how woke we are. We just changed the name of a street to get rid of that Johnny McDonald. Well, yeah, because those people in the east in Kitchener were, were, were woke enough. They tore down his statue. Kingston, of course, was John A. McDonald's hometown. So, wow, look how woke they were. And pretty soon, they'll be coming after somebody else. Who knows who, 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 knows who the next target's going to be. But hopefully there'll be no target and this BS will stop. But it won't. It won't stop when we have leadership in this country actually encouraging this kind of BS. And if we erase too much Canadian history, well, we'll have no history to learn from. And I think that's what they want. I think they want to continue to judge all historical figures by their own standards, not even 21st century standards, until there's nothing left. And when there's nothing left, as you all know, they will start to eat their own. And yes, to a degree, council culture is achieving that. But how many more monuments do we have to lose? How many more churches have to burn? How many more statues have to come down? How many more roads have to be renamed all because of virtue signaling? I wish I knew. I wish I had an answer for all of that. But all I know is it has to stop. And at this point, I think Canadians are tired of it. But I don't think the Canadians, by, by and large, know what to do to stop it. Because as Canadians, none of us want to stick our neck out. None of us really want to get involved. We just kind of want to shrug our shoulders and say, huh, what are you going to do? And that leads me to the answer that I don't know what we're going to do. But this garbage really has to stop. Because once we have no history, then we have no culture. And then Justin Trudeau actually wins. As he said, we're the first post-national state. We have no core identity. Canadians are polled. They say, what makes us Canadian? Healthcare. Well, our healthcare is garbage. So uh, what does that make us? If, we've, if, if universal crappy healthcare is what makes us Canadian, well, then... We're already not much of a country, are we? So I guess cherish your history. That's the lesson from this rant. Cherish your history before it's gone. This is Canadian Common Sense with Lewis and Tony.